0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is a beautiful Thursday, November 11th, 2021. I'm Andrew Hansen, ready to break down this three-game NBA DFS slate for you. Really looking forward to it. Big, exciting day in sports. We've also got Thursday night football. Looking forward to that. But let's talk NBA here. And with these three games, we have all three road teams involved in a back-to-back. And... Not very high totals tonight. All three of them are under 220. That's because we have three of the four slowest teams in the NBA, and we have three of the seven top seven defenses. So we're going to have to grind it out here with some potentially lower-scoring games, but we do have some significant value here with some key guys out, and we do have some uh, news that we're going to be following. I'm going to call it at least one major domino in each game that we have to track but we do have some big clarity in game one because the news just came out that pascal siakam is going to sit the second night of toronto's back-to-back so let's start right there as toronto is traveling to philly after playing in boston last night this is the early tip seven o'clock eastern on nba tv they do have a, a doubleheader going tonight and with toronto They are one of the slow teams here. They're 27th. Their offense not clicking yet. 21st in efficiency. Decent defense here at 10th. But we have some real opportunity with Siakam out. Uh, The last time he sat, uh, we we know the big four here. Van Vliet, Gary Trent Jr., Scotty Barnes, and OG Ananobi. They're going to get good minutes. Even in a back-to-back. Last time, Toronto had a back-to-back, Van Vliet played 39, Barnes played 35, and Nobi played 38. So those three guys are all in play for me on both sides. Trent, in play for me, more on DraftKings where he's only 5,000, and you get the bonus for three-pointers, 6,300 on FanDuel, not quite as attractive for me tonight. But I, I really want to zero in on the bigs here, because the last time Siakam sat, Achua played 18 minutes, and Chris Boucher played seven. Now, why did those guys only play that amount of minutes? Because Kem Birch played that night, and he played 30 minutes. But he's also out tonight. I'm recording this at lunchtime here on Thursday. So if if that stays as planned, then I think Achua and Boucher have a nice boost here in minutes. I think Achua gets closer to 30 minutes I think Boucher could be right around 18. So those guys are both in play for me. I I lean Achua a little bit because I I feel a little bit better about his minutes. Uh, And Boucher is just off to a rough start this year. Uh, We know that he can really get hot and put up huge numbers when he's hitting threes, getting blocks. But so far this season, he's only six for 33 on three-pointers. So Boucher, much more of a GPP option for me here. Uh, kind of down the ranks on my on my list of of players today, but a chew is in play, and I would like to get uh, multiple Raptors here uh, because they play a short rotation, uh, and Nurse, of course, will put these guys out there for big minutes, even though it is a back to back. Yes, on the other side, we've got Philly, which sounds like strong defense, but they're only 18th on the season. And Embiid is still out. Thibel is still out. Who's a terrific defender, uh, and Isaiah Joe. Uh, so, you know, Toronto, I think, is in a pretty good spot here in terms of return on investment tonight. I, I do want to talk about the other guys. I think will be in that uh, eight man rotation for Toronto. It's Delano, Banton, and Svi Mikhaluk. Both of those guys are in play for me as well. Uh, Banton, more of a GPP play. He's he's really cheap, uh, you know. He's not a big volume shooter. He's only averaging 12 minutes a game, five points, two rebounds, one assist. Uh, but at minimum price on DraftKings, he's playable. asV uh, is is shooting it well here. He's working on a 50 40 90 season at a very good price on both sites. So those eight guys, I'm I'm really focusing on here. I think Malachi Flynn. Could see some minutes also, but he's only averaging four and a half minutes per game. So, you know, I could easily see him playing 12 minutes or less, even though they're shorthanded. So let's get some good exposure to Toronto. On the Philly side, how do we want to run it back here? Well, with Embiid out, we know that the big story has been Drummond. Just massive games, 20 rebounds plus. Now he's priced up like the old Andre Drummond, though. 8,600 on DraftKings, 9,100 on FanDuel. Do we have to play him? No, I don't think we have to. We've got some other stars on this slate. We might want to get there, get in there instead. Donovan Mitchell, Paul George, etc. But I think there's still a pretty good chance he'll make my cash lineup. Uh, he's been getting over 50 fantasy points, so he, you're still looking at about a 6x return if he does it again. He's got a nice size advantage over Achua. So drum in squarely in play for me. The big dominoes here with Philly that we want to hear about are Tobias Harris and Seth Curry. Tobias Harris questionable, will he come back from the health and safety protocols? Seth Curry sat out the last game with a foot issue, will he come back? If they sit, then I think we see Shake Milton and Paul Reed start again and if that's the case, you could consider them. Shake played 42 minutes in the last game. Paul Reed was solid in his 24 minutes. He's a little pricey on FanDuel though. I'd probably only consider him on DraftKings at 3800, although he's not my favorite value play here either. Now if Tobias and Curry are back, I think those guys go back to the bench, Milton and Reed. So they're not really of interest to me anymore. But then you've still got Maxi and Corkmaz to consider. Maxi played really well these last two games. Now he's priced up around 7,000. So a little bit tougher uh, to go there. He's in play. Uh, He's probably the safest bet uh, other than Drummond to get the big usage and have a chance to pay off value. But Corkmaz has really been jacking up shots here. Uh, two for 18 in the last game in 45 minutes. Uh, so he's, you know, a, a factor to consider, but more GPP here because of his volatility. If he hits uh, more of those shots, then he could easily pay off a $5,000 price tag on DraftKings. But if not, then you're 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 not looking very good. So GPP only there, and you know that's assuming Danny Green comes off the bench again. That's what happened in the last game. Twenty nine minutes. So we'll uh, we'll have that news, of course, since this is the first game. And then Niang, uh, he's been doing pretty well with his minutes, but almost at five thousand on both sites, he's a little bit harder to get to. Uh, he's not a he's not one of these ceiling guys who's going to get you over th- or over thirty fantasy points very often. So you know, I like the value on Toronto a little bit better. Uh, and and some guys later in the slate that we'll get to. All right, game number two. We get to wait until nine o'clock Eastern for Indiana and Utah, and this is a back to back for Indiana. Really tough double here for them. They played in Denver, close game down to the wire. They lost to Omaha Joe's Nuggets one hundred one to ninety eight, and now they have to go and play in Utah. Some more altitude. So a tough one here, and Utah favored by nine and a half because of that situation. Highest total on the board here, but only 217. So just seven points higher than game one. Game three is two thirteen and a half. So all really close, closely clumped together here in terms of totals. With Indiana, the big domino is Karis Levert. What happens with him? He's questionable. Sat out last night, and we saw Justin Holliday get a start, 35 minutes. Uh, so I think if Levert comes back and starts, then Holiday goes back to the bench. If Holiday starts. He's a GPP option. He's very cheap, but we know he can, uh, he can, he can lay an egg uh, like last night where he didn't too, do too much with all those minutes. The four starters who I think are pretty secure are Brogdon, Duarte, Sabonis, and Turner. Brogdon and Sabonis did their thing last night, very solid. Uh, and I, I feel pretty solid about their minutes. Uh, We saw in a back-to-back early in the season that they both played low 40s minutes in a back-to-back. It was an overtime game, but I would project them for 36 to 38 minutes, most likely. Uh, And, you know, both playable, uh, but again, tough circumstances. So this Indiana side is not my favorite uh, place to attack tonight. Duarte, minutes were down yesterday, only two for nine. His price is up from from where he started. So I don't plan to go there. Turner, he's got that tough matchup against Rudy Gobert. I don't I don't plan to go there. And the bench, the only guy I'm interested interested in here is TJ McConnell. Fifty five hundred on DraftKings catches my eye. You know, he got twenty nine minutes last night, almost a double double. And he kind of reminds me of Jalen Brunson. Where no matter what he does coming off the bench, you just never see him get priced above fifty-five, six six thousand on either site. So you know this is a an opportunity to look there if Levert is out again. Not interested in Lamb, Martin, or Torrey Craig though. Uh, just not a ton of usage and G, you know GPP only upside for those guys. With Utah, they're sitting pretty here. Uh, sitting at home, rested, no back to back. Conley and Mitchell. I, I wouldn't mind getting one of those guards. Uh, try to take advantage of those tired Indiana legs. Fairly priced. You know, Conley's in that price range here tonight. That's tough for these guards, the mid six k range. You know, we've got Maxi from the first game. Uh, we've got McConnell right there, and then in the last game, we've got Lowry, Hero, and Reggie Jackson. So that's a key area of the slate uh, that we're going to have to deal with. But I I wouldn't mind Conley or Mitchell here. Uh, Probably won't go to Rudy Gobert because if I'm in that price range, I think I'll just go with Drummond. Uh, Don't see a need to go to Bogdanovich here. Royce O'Neal, 4,500 has my eye a little bit on DraftKings. He didn't start the season very well, but the last four games, he's really been trending in the right direction with. Minutes, usage, production, Um, you know, but again, he's got a little bit of a low floor. So GPP only probably. And then with the Utah bench, uh, Clarkson and Ingles are at really attractive prices, much cheaper than usual, but it makes sense because Ingles, uh, the last three games has been almost non-existent. Clarkson can pay it off. You know, he can really get hot. We know that but he can be very scoring dependent. And in these games with full health, Conley, Mitchell, and Ingles, gets a lot tougher for Clarkson to, to smash. So game two, you know, we need to figure out if Lavert is playing. But right now, I'm planning to go a little bit light on this game and focus a little bit more on games one and game three. By the way, I will have the full lineups finalized uh, tonight at about six thirty eastern if you want to join us uh, then join us this afternoon uh, jump in before six o'clock eastern to make sure we get you into discord in time if you sign up at our website dfscoach.com we will send you an email and invite you into our discord grab the three-day pass or the five-day pass if you get the five-day pass today you'll get all of our sports all the way through monday night football And any membership you snag with us, you get all of our sports uh, all the time. So every slate, uh, we're giving out full lineups on FanDuel and Yahoo, the coach's clipboard on DraftKings with core plays and pivots. DFSCoachTalk.com to join the party. All right, game three, we have Miami and the Clippers. And again, all three road teams in a back-to-back here. Miami doesn't have to travel far, though. They played the Lakers last night right here in the Staples Center. So they've got the Staples Center back-to-back. Uh, also a close loss down to the wire, just like uh, just like Indiana. 120 to 117 in OT. And Jimmy Butler went down early with an ankle uh, twist. So he's questionable. Uh, and uh, the other... Injury news here with Miami is that Struce and Markeith Morris are both questionable. That's what I'm marking them down as. They did not play last night. Struce with a knee issue. Markeith dealing with the after effects of the altercation with Jokic. All right, so let's assume that Jimmy Butler is going to be out we saw big big minutes from these key guys last night Lowry 47, Duncan Robinson 45, Hero 42 and PJ Tucker 38. How about that double double for PJ Tucker, 10 and 13 stepping up with Butler out. Um I, you know, I think we'll get some pretty significant minutes from those guys again because of the likely short rotation all these guys out we know Miami tries to keep their guys in ultra top shape so you could you could uh return to that group i think that's where the you know big the biggest minutes are going to come from a lot of the shots we've got bam of course to consider um and you know the thing that we like is that the clippers on the other side are playing at a good pace this year they're sixth It's actually the fastest team on this slate, but the Clippers are second in defensive efficiency even without Kawhi. So it'll be a good test for these Miami guys, and the price tags are are pretty inviting. I mean, let's let's be honest here: Lowry, right around seven thousand or less on both sites. Hero in that low six K range still, and then you've got Robinson and PJ Tucker in the three K range as value options. Bam only 7400 on DraftKings. I kind of like that price. Good matchup here against Zubats and we saw, you know, right in that second half, Bam just picked it up with Butler out, much more involved in the offense, shooting those short jumpers over Anthony Davis. He's big in the stocks as we know. And then on FanDuel tonight, he's power forward or center eligible. Little little pricier there at 82. But he's in play for me, uh, for sure. Uh, with the bench, not very interested in these guys. Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, Dwayne Dedman. I think those are the three key guys that are going to comprise the rest of this eight-man rotation. And you know, Vincent just doesn't get many shots. Martin is a hustle guy. Uh, maybe if he gets you know, 20 minutes, he gets it done. Dedman is good per minute um but you know hard to project him getting more than about 16 minutes so i'm going to focus on these miami guys and assuming butler is out i'll probably have at least two of their starters how about the Clippers side you ask well uh the news here is that abaca is out marcus morris is still out so I'm projecting the starting lineup here of Reggie Jackson, Eric Bledsoe, Paul George, Batum, and Zubots. And the the two the two real gunners here, Reggie Jackson and Paul George. Obviously, Paul George, the usage way up with Kawhi out. And you got to pay over ten thousand here for him. So it's an expensive look. But Reggie Jackson is getting up a ton of shots too. You know, often right around 20 shots. So you could invest in Reggie Jackson and save about four thousand dollars, and get possibly almost as many shots. And you know, it's not uh, it's not a great matchup really for either guy here. Miami is fifth defensively on the season, but they don't have Jimmy Butler. At least that's how we're anticipating things are going to play out. So what does that do for these matchups? Well, Reggie Jackson will have to deal with some some Lowry, uh, Paul George. I think he'll most likely see a lot of PJ Tucker. I'm thinking that if Tucker spends time on Paul George, they'll probably just put Duncan Robinson on Batum and then leave Lowry and Hero to guard uh, Reggie and Eric Bledsoe. Um, I do, by the way, think Hero will start. He started the second half with Butler out last night. You know, he has been that sixth man, so maybe they mix it up and and bring him off the bench uh to come in in the middle of that first quarter and, and take over but in any event i think he's going to play big minutes so those are the key matchups we have to look at uh bled probably probably won't go there but is playable you know he's been really st- solid as a starter here getting close to 30 minutes a pretty pretty productive um more of a cash option zubats i don't think i'll go there and then on the bench, uh, Mann is getting big minutes. So he's somebody you could consider. Uh, Kennard getting good minutes. And then Hartenstein is the recipient of those bench minutes with Ibaka out. Uh, $3,400 on DraftKings. He could pay that off. 4000 on FanDuel. Uh, a little bit tougher. Uh, and not, not an easy matchup against Deadman while he's out there. So that's the three-game slate. In 20 minutes, hope that gets, hope that got you ready for uh, FanDuel and DraftKings. Get your first lineups in and then uh, circle back before lock with the news to adjust things. We, of course, follow everything throughout the night during the slate and make changes as needed for our members, and we announce those in Discord. So, again, jump in with us tonight if you'd like, dfscoachtalk.com to grab a membership. If you have any questions for us, you can reach out to us on Twitter at DFS That's where the team is. And make sure to check out the NFL podcast if you haven't already. Omaha Joe Stanton and I broke that down. Uh, Excited about Baltimore and Miami and uh, working through that slate. Going to be heavy on the Ravens tonight. Uh, So we'll have those lineups as well. Going to be a great Thursday night. Really looking forward to it. Thank you all for tuning in. And be sure to tune in again tomorrow as Coach comes back for ongoing NBA coverage. We have those podcasts, of course, seven days a week. Uh, Hit that thumbs up if you don't mind on your way out. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And as I said, we'll be back with some uh, NBA tomorrow. We'll also have the Main Slate podcast for NFL Friday night. So tune into that. On behalf of the entire DFS Coach Talk team, I'm Andrew Hanson. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time as we look to crush it in DFS.